Welcome back to the Startup Showcase. I'm your host, Scott Katoon. Usually, this is the startup portion where the company that is calling. You can invest in them via equity crowdfunding. In this particular case, I don't believe you can invest in Rob and Lisa app right here via equity crowdfunding. Uh, but Rob, you are there to confirm you are not raising money via equity crowdfunding today, correct? I confirm that, yes. But you are taking uh, taking business. We are. We are. We definitely are. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm doing well, my friend. How are you doing? Good, good, good. It's good to be back on your show. I think the last time I was on your show was right after our initial launch launch back in 2016. That is correct. And a lot has changed uh, business and in the world. So why don't we give people a quick rundown of what Lisa app is? And then let's talk a little bit about how things are going now and what, what, have, uh, what changes, if any, have happened. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the Lisa app, uh, what we do is we partner with employers and property managers nationwide uh, by bringing self-care directly to the workplace for their employees. We help them feel less stressed, refreshed, more productive and valued. Uh, you know, hundreds of companies use us over right now. I think it's 17 states. Uh, and it's a really, you know, hassle-free turnkey solution. Our technology won the uh, 2017 Innovation Award for B2B Technology. And our services include, you know, manicures and barbering and massage, blowouts, threading, facials, meditation, yoga, really anything that you can think of in the beauty and wellness space. And what, we, what we're able to do for the employees is, you know, save them time and money. It's less time away from their families after work. All of our services in the workplace are 30 minutes or less. Um, and they, they walk out of there uh, feeling appreciated by their company. They walk out of there feeling, uh, uh, you know, uh, like a million bucks. And, you know, companies like, you know, Walgreens and Tishman Spire and Kirkland Ellis, Exuberancy, Innova, uh, hundreds of companies are using us and property managers for all the tenants within their buildings. Well, I know so, and, uh, before we all left from uh, pandemic break, I don't know, Corona, Corona holiday, whatever we call this, um, you know, you guys were in, I'm in two buildings downtown Chicago and you guys were in both of those, uh, and quite prevalent in both of those, the 300 North LaSalle building, uh, in particular, which is Kirkland Ellis's building. So you yep, guys were everywhere. Yep. Yeah, we, we, we were, <laughs> we were everywhere and you know, it, it's, it's been, uh, it's been really interesting. You know, I mean, we, we were scaling, uh, like crazy and, and not just within Chicago land market, but really all over the country. I mean, as I said, we're, we're in 17 states and, and, you know, um, people have, you know, come to depend on us and, and our artist community, which we call in our world, artists are the service providers. So, you know, we, um, we, we feel terrible for them because they're out of work and they've been struggling. And yeah, you know, for the last, I'd say seven months, uh, prior to March of this year, we were, uh, breaking sales records, you know, month over month over month. And then, then of course COVID hits. Yep. And what is so? What has that been for you guys? What does that look like? Have you guys made, you know, now that there are barbers that are allowed to do some services, and you know, I've seen people. I live in Glen Ellen. I see people going into uh, nail salons. Obviously, it's a little different. Standing outside, doors open, that whole thing. Uh, what does it look like for you? Because I feel like there is an opportunity still. Uh, well, one, I mean, a positive is that people are starting to migrate back to the office. I know here at WGN, people are coming back to the building in July. Uh, fourth, it'll be kind of scattered and different. It will, certainly will not be as dense as it was uh, when you guys were going like gangbusters. But is there an opportunity for Lisa App to cater to people in home or near home or buildings uh, that are residential? 
Well, yeah, I mean, there's definitely that opportunity. And as you remember, Scott, we started out as a, as a B2C company yep. um, where we were, you know, supplying services for individual uh, users at their homes. And what we realized, which is what a lot of companies realize uh, very early on, is that's a really expensive model to maintain. Yeah. Uh, even, even, you know, Uber didn't start out B2C. They started out B2B. And once you gain enough traction, well, then you can, you know, go out to all your users from the B2B space and create that B2C experience. So to answer your question specifically, uh, what we're doing now is we're launching uh, what we call Lisa at Home, which is a hybrid model of B2B and B2C. So as opposed to just launching B2C to the general public, what we're doing is going to the corporations that we're currently in and offering them a subscription where for $1 a month per employee, we can now go service all of their employees and their employees' families at home. Uh, so, you know, that gives them another angle because, you know, I, I know people are starting to come back to the workplace, but, you know, uh, I, I read Howard Tolman's uh, latest, uh, you know, blog, and, you know, he makes a lot of sense when he says, well, you know, kind of the world's never really going to be the same again. I mean, you know, there are businesses that, that, you know, the employees really do need to be at the office, but there's a lot that they don't. So uh, what I think is, you know, the trend that, I, that I've been seeing is that, you know, companies are going to start downsizing on their square footage because they realize their employees uh, are perfectly fine working from from home. The companies are, are, are able to save millions of dollars and not to mention all the ancillary costs uh, within the office, like lunches and water and coffee, and all of those savings are going to uh, add to you know uh, you know add up, and and so you're going to start to see you know employers uh, offering different types of benefits to employees at home. It might include lawn care, it might include milk delivery, and it might include Lisa at home services, which is what we're moving into. So it's a little bit of more, uh, it's a little bit more controlled for us because we're all, we already have a relationship with these users and these corporations. So that is uh, Lisa at home. And that's what we'll be doing uh, here very shortly. So, but, you know, just to be clear, Scott, we are still offering uh, in office services uh, for the corporations that are going back to work. And, you know, it's very important to us that we're following, you know, the CDC and state guidelines. All of our artists are taking their temperature before every event they're wearing masks gloves sanitary equipment uh everything we're doing is is uh you know to protect both our artists and of course our clients so i want to uh dig i want to dig into this a little bit on on the topic you're bringing up which is like building culture at home i've done similar to you obviously more you're, you've done this more than i have because you have this is your whole business um but I've done a lot of reading on this topic of like, what does the future of work look like? And I, I'm ex- I think the audience will actually really appreciate this because there's been a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm sure, you know, they kick you out of the office and then they cut your pay and this is how this goes. Uh, and that's not actually uh, totally accurate. There's actually a lot of really interesting positive outcomes that can come out of this. So I want to take a quick break if you can hang on the line and then come back. And I wanted, I wanted to kick the tires with you a little bit on what the future work could look like, because I think you play, Lisa App plays a major role, I think, in how that looks. So we will take a quick break. If anyone has questions that they want me to ask, uh, Rob, just call us in right now. It is 312-981-7200, or you can DM or tweet at me, at Katoon. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Startup Showcase. I'm your host, Scott Katoon. Rob from Lisa App is on the phone with us right now. Rob, um, so well, first off, let's tell people, they can go to, they just download the Lisa App, correct? 
Yeah, they can download the Lisa app, but, you know, really where they should go is lisaapp.com. We've built a web app that makes it, uh, you know, uh, more financially viable for yeah. you. <laughs> And, well, that too? you know, it's funny, you know, you're, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, you, you obviously know that world very well. And, you know, there's a lot um, more flexibility with a web app than a native app. And, you know, you can uh, make changes on the fly and, and, you know, add new information without tons of coding and developers. So, yes. Which is also, you know, kind of funny. I mean, you go back to the day where, like, I got an app for that. Everybody had an app, and then finally they built a marketplace around the apps, and now everyone's like, yeah, I don't need an app for that. I'm good. Web app is good. I'm good. Yeah, you know, it's, it's evol- the, the evolution of, of technology. It's pretty amazing. Um, but, yeah, so lisaapp.com uh, is, is where they can find out a whole bunch of information about us. All right. Well, speaking of the evolution in technology, I, I really do. I've, I've done a lot of talking about this in my podcast. I've had a lot of different people, uh, a lot in the supply chain space, a lot in the business culture space. Unispace has been on the show. Um, I, this, you tell me where I'm wrong here because this is what I see. And I, it's probably not going to be too far off of what you read from Howard, uh, who's also a friend of the show. He's hosted this show for me a couple times. Um, those who like Howard, it's at Tolman, T-U-L-L-M-A-N. Read his blog. It's great. Uh, the, the artwork and photography is another thing that's up to you. Um, so anyway, uh, what I see is the potential to... And, and people who are in the real estate world, and we have sponsors in real estate, this is not me telling you that you're doomsday. There's, there's a million ways to use uh, structures, and nothing is going to change there. People are still going to need buildings. But I see people spending, businesses spending a lot less money on arbitrary things that look fancy, that after you walk in the door and now you're into your job, you're 9 to 5, you don't care about. You do not feel like they know you. You do not feel like they care about you as an employer. It's just a space. And now, all of a sudden, with freed cash, with potentially less actual take-home uh, cash in your pocket, businesses can provide you with better insurance, better benefits, better at-home things, better, more tailored experiences, child care, pet care, yard care, health care, home care, TV streaming, web, internet, all these expenses that only the CEOs and the founders like myself, like you, Rob, can write off because we own LLCs and we operate in our home, now everyone I see who works at home no longer pays for the internet. And they're probably streaming YouTube or whatever, and if the company has a deal with YouTube or with T-Mobile, guess what? Now you got Disney Plus and Hulu on the house. All of these expenses, which I added up, and I went through my own personal book, we're, we're about to buy a house, and I'm going through my expenses, not just personally, but the LLCs. And I, I came to a determination that there's about... $600 a month that I, as an as a individual and a family, spend on random things that I would call not essential, but pretty darn close to essential you know, based on the way of life, whether that's Tavala or Home Chef, whatever it is. I added it up, and I came to the realization that with me spending 600 this is during quarantine, spending $600 a month on this random stuff, that I actually saved almost $1,000 a month working at home and not buying food at restaurants, not taking cabs, not taking Ubers, not taking the L, not taking the train, not paying for parking, not paying for parking tickets because I'm an idiot, uh, all of these other things. And, and, and the truth of the matter is, if you told me you're going to pay me $1,000 less a month, but I was going to get $1,600 worth of value, savings because I'm not downtown, plus you're paying for my other stuff, I'm net positive six, 600 bucks. And that Absolutely. is you. That that is Lisa app all day long. I mean, what what person doesn't want to work remotely 
where they can travel and be with their family. And you know, obviously, there's times to go to the office. They're going to have one and two days a week, three days a week, depending on your you know your job. Might be full time still at the office. Depends. But if you said to me, I get a job, work remote, no internet problem, no cost, no computer problem, no cost, and you're going to be able to send Lisa app to my house to take care of these things, and maybe I can add on other things like lawn care and maintenance and things because you know I'm working at home, so I don't have time to do it now. So like, I, I just see this like incredible opportunity. For companies like Lisa App, who can be like, yeah, well, we we caught our bones at, at B to C to start, then we went B to B and really figured out how to how to onboard companies and a lot of users who are passionate. We built relationships, and now we know all these people from the office, so we offer home and office. Like I see you in a pivotal position to differentiate between, you know, working for Sprout Social versus working for you know Sprout Not So Social. Right. I, I, you know, first of all, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that the flexibility is really key for these employees and these employers now. And, you know, what it also provides them an opportunity to do, Scott, is, you know, they might not want to live where they live anymore. And now they can work from anywhere or, you know, maybe they want to go take a, a, you know, a a trip to visit, uh, you know, their family in California for a month and they can still work every day. So it really does provide a lot of flexibility for these employees. But the one thing that I don't necessarily know because we don't have the numbers yet these corporations are going to be saving you know uh, uh potentially millions and millions of dollars a year yes. by by, go- by going to this new model well some of that money might, might be recycled back into salaries so you know they might be able to actually afford to pay some of these employees a, a little bit more because the days of you know c-level employees having 850 to 900 uh, square foot offices, corner offices. Well, that's just ridiculous, and it's a waste of space, and and that's what everybody's realizing through this, you know, uh, pandemic. And you know, we we obviously learn, uh, you know, we we learn through tragedy sometimes, and you know, and through hardship, and you know. So I, I agree with you, but the employees might actually have more opportunities now, and they might actually make more money while getting all these benefits and all these cost savings uh, along the way, as as you were talking about. Especially if you walk by that nine hundred square foot corner office with the executive streaming watchman that's the part that gets you yeah i mean really it is it's ridiculous we were never we never did that so you know i mean we when we first started we started out we were uh at um we work and we all shared a space and then we graduated from we work to another office very small where we all work together and then we started uh working remotely as a team because we were able to save that money and as a startup back in 2016 as you know every dollar matters so we didn't want to put uh money into you know electricity bills and 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 corner offices we wanted to put money into our product and and you know uh, be able to spend more money uh, on our employees and in the artist community so you know yeah i think that model is going to be uh very strong and I think that employees are going to have a lot more opportunities now, which is exactly why I believe that corporations are going to go out of their way to make sure that the benefits that they offer to these employees at home are strong and are unique. And that's where we fit in. So, you know, I think that we uh, we have, like you said, we are in a we are, I believe, in the driver's seat and, you know, uh, and right in the epicenter of this new movement. So yeah, it's, it's I, very, I agree. It's really exciting. I think you. So I, you know, you're going to have just like everybody else. There's going to be a little bit of lean moments and some scary times. Um, I would argue for those who are, you know, whether they invest in startups or whatever the case, um, they probably recognize that 
some of these tech companies are doing really well and it's not just, you know, despite pandemic, it's not just because it's like remote friendly product. It's actually that similar to you, regardless of cash flow, regardless of the companies I'm running, I have sublet every single, I did co-working for my first company, TechNexus. Then I moved over to 1871 with Technoi for a minute and sublet everything after that because not only was it cheaper, we were out and about. Like I wasn't, I don't have my team sitting where I am every five minutes. I don't need to like to check in nine to five. And what I actually found was by subletting with companies, even I do this today with companies that can benefit from some of our expertise and I could benefit from some of theirs instead of hiring people in short bursts or needing to figure out where to find talent. I can just like look across the hall and be like, Hey, I need to borrow somebody in design. Do you have anyone like, Oh yeah. That's and, and, right. we, and we do that now. I, I essentially sublet my team to one of our, our, our family office partners and I use, you know, Upwork and other things to find talent on a short-term basis when I need it. Our business has never been more operationally efficient than it has the last, you know, 12 weeks. Well, and I think you're going to start finding that, like you said, with a lot of the corporations. One thing I want to mention before we, before we part ways is we have a really cool thing happening right now called Lisa for Essential Workers. Uh, where oh, nice. what we're what we're doing is we're taking in you know we have sponsors uh, you know that are coming in and sponsoring events at you know first responder locations, um, <clears throat> hospitals and you know nursing homes and really for the frontline workers. So sponsors, whether it's a, an individual or a corporation, uh, like Howard Tolman once again, uh, who, who's you know huge uh, in the industry, he just sponsored an event. Uh, through Lisa for Sinai Hospital Systems this past Wednesday and Thursday, where we went in and provided 64 services for two hospitals for doctors, nurses, and the staff. And they couldn't have been happier to be able to take that 15, 20-minute break and get those facials and those massages. So if anyone uh, is interested in sponsoring, uh, you know, an event, please, you know, uh, go to our website and you'll find information about it. And uh, it's a really cool way to get back to the, to the, you know, caregivers out there. I love that. And I hope they do. It's lisaapp.com for that. And we're going to tie a bow on this. we got about a minute left. You know, I, I think the part of this that I really am excited about is for the longest time, you know, we would, and this happened in the tech industry too. We would, we would buy these great spaces, lease them out a couple hundred square, uh, thousand square feet, put up ping pong tables, bag, you know, you know, the sandbag seats. And you're like 50% of the people like it and like IPAs. The other 50% don't. And what ends up happening is companies skimp on group policies for benefits. You got crappy insurance, crappy benefits. And now all of a sudden you can like in the tax system, I think a lot of people don't understand how taxes work. This actually enables businesses to give you better benefits give you opportunity to sign up for things you actually want in home and it is nothing but convenient. It's not like, oh, I have Absolutely. this, I have to figure it out. Like this is totally your way, house. And by the way, Scott, it's not just the Lisa services that we're providing and the other services that the corporations will provide. It's not just for the employees now. We can service their families as well. Yeah. So we can we can go there and give you a haircut, your wife a haircut, and your your child a haircut. I mean we you know or massage or nails. We we can service the entire family now Very which cool. is really really unique and cool i love it uh rob thanks for calling in best of luck to you guys i'm glad you guys are, are figuring this whole thing out and and like i said before i really think you're you're in for a, a very good rebound is what i think I, I I appreciate that, Scott, and, and all your support over the years, and uh, love listening to you, and, and thanks for having me on the show. Of course. Thanks, Rob. Take care. Folks, have a wonderful, happy Father's Day. Follow me at Katoon. Follow Technori. Go to technori.com, sign up for the newsletter, and download the podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.